Married with Channels podcast. It's a podcast about young lovers watching TV. Young? (laughs) (laughs) A little married couple doing it. Brought to you by Honey. Go to joinhoney.com slash marry to get your free browser plugin to save you money. I'm Moose. I'm Jody. This is the early morning edition. We're recording about six o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Which you is know, some, complete, Huh? Well, sometimes we gotta do this when we can, right? Right. It's like uh literally twelve hours from when we normally do it, twelve, thirteen hours or so. Yeah. So, you know, haven't had enough coffee. Bear with me. Sleep voice. Sleepy. We're getting into a couple shows today. Let's jump right into the season finale of Only Murders in the Building. Yeah. Which wrapped up. We have our murderer. We found out who the murderer is. Yeah, spoilers. So you don't watch this show or you want to, maybe you don't listen here. Yeah. But can I just say this? Hmm. I called it. Nailed it. Nailed it. When did you guess that Jan was the murderer? Um... When when they brought the super fans in to kind of go through the plot and she was trying to kind of chime in about the guy with the cat, I was like, oh, it's her. That's funny. I was thinking that, too. I wasn't thinking she was the murderer. I was thinking she's like she knows who is and or is protecting somebody or is trying to intentionally throw them off. Hmm. But the smart play if she was the murder, well, she was, is to, because I, I, I don't recall when the super fans came in, they weren't, they were trying to, wouldn't you want them to go down the wrong path? Yeah, well, I think she got to see firsthand, like, these guys are smart. They're probably going to figure me out. I'm mm-hmm. going to steer them towards this guy with a cat, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, maybe so. But then, I don't know, that would just buy you time because the evidence wouldn't bear that out. But mm, uh, Sure. Well, look, the bottom line is you nailed it. You figured it out. Good for you. Yeah. That's always kind of satisfying. It is, right? In a, in a, in a non-reward type of way. Yeah. Where's my money? <laughs> Except for it, it kind of makes the end like, yep, I knew it, you know? Yeah. Like when, when it's unexpected and you don't know, it's kind of like, what? Let's but, play a little clip of here's Steve Martin when he uh, uh, realizes or reveals that he knows Jan did it. Um, he's got a bloody nose because he gets bloody noses. She's given him an ice pack to put on his nose and they're sitting there having a drink. And he finds out. You're not drinking much. Oh, I'm not drinking at all. I'm taking... Stage sips. Because there's poison in it. It's what you did with Tim Kono, right? A breakup drink before you shot him with his own gun? I'm still not sure why you poisoned the cat, though. I didn't do that. Oh, God, this is so hot, Charles. It's just super exciting to be. Totally open together. Just let it all hang out. Woof. Now, before that scene, or right before that audio, he revealed he loved her. She kind of said it back. And a little confusing scene. Like, why would he... I mean, Steve Martin's a good actor. 
you didn't see him coming with the reveal that he wasn't drinking and he knows that she's killing. Yeah. But uh, I guess he just pulled from his Brazos sure. TV detective acting days there. But um, I don't understand her motivation, though. Yeah. Why did she kill Tim Kono? Is that just her thing? Is she falls in love with a guy and then kills them? I guess so. Okay. That's kind of what I was getting. Like, well, she's just a crazy person who murders people. So murders you, dudes that she gets romantically involved with. Would you agree that that's kind of a an open thread there as to why she's doing that? Uh, maybe. Uh, maybe. I don't know if we need to know the why, I guess. I mean, I think I do. Every show, murder mystery thing, the killer reveals why. Sure. Um, or the detectives, you know, paint the picture as to why they did this. Sure. You know. Yeah. Even in movies like Friday the 13th, I think it was part five, you know, we find out Jason was actually the ambulance driver <laughs> who came to the camp and hauled away the dead body of the son he never well you went in a completely different direction well, here but it just i'm just saying <laughs> the motivation's not hard to sure. establish but i just don't think they did that with her here. yeah i don't know i mean the, the only thing i can think of is like was was tim breaking up with her did yeah. he break up with her i don't know maybe i missed that part maybe we missed that part okay maybe we did but only murder only murders in the building Still, a delightful show. It was good, and you like know, ev everything about this show is delightful. The actors, the writing. I love the music. It's kind of whimsical, but kind of mysterious. I thought the game of elevator tag was really funny and a nice touch. Like you kept thinking they were going to find Charles poisoned. You know, oh, where yeah, where they were. They just out kept missing each other in the elevator. It was great, and he just took this wild ride and. It was, I, I love that comic moment where the doorman was like thinking he's just wasted drug. And he's like, don't worry, it happened to sting too, but don't tell anybody. Then he tells the exact same thing <laughs> yes. to Oliver. Yes, and, he's uh, kind of telling everybody that sting went on a bender. <laughs> yeah. And then it ends with, um, you know, they're celebrating. And then all of a sudden this ominous text comes to Oliver and Charles saying, get out of the building immediately. Yeah. Meanwhile, Mabel's gone downstairs to get more champagne. Yeah. I think the smoke, the fire alarm's going off in the building, something. Yeah. they run downstairs, find Mabel stooped over the dead body of Bunny. Yeah. The building super. supervisor. Yeah. And, and all of a sudden they're pegged for the murder of Bunny and they get hauled away in cuffs. Oliver, yeah. Charles, and Mabel. Yeah. All three of them. Yeah. So, yeah. and then Tina Fey's character... And her assistant, whatever, says uh, should we'll title it "Only Murderers in the Building." Yeah, and I'm thinking, oh, that's great. So that's going to be your season two. Also, the police officer character, came, you know, that yeah, came yeah. back around. She's like, "Don't say a word." Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Which I have comments on that one. Like, I think she did it. Oh, really? I I don't know why we'd spend so much time getting into her character a few episodes ago. Yeah. There might be something with Bunny there. I don't know, but I am so tired, again, with police officers being portrayed as these bumbling idiots that don't know how to do their job. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, I get it. The whole premises of this is that these amateur sleuths solve the murder mystery. But, I mean, in show after show after show, it's like, 
law enforcement's not doing their job, so we have to, you know? Yeah. I don't know. It just, it doesn't seem realistic. But that aside, I, I was wondering throughout, maybe mid-season on, how they were going to do a season two. Because, look, you've got Steve Martin, Martin Short, a cool, you know, modern premise on the murder mystery with the podcast stuff. Sure. You got to do a season two. But how do you do a season two if they're only doing murders in the building? Sure. And this is kind of a clever way mm-hmm. to do that where they're accused of the murder mm-hmm. and they have to maybe prove that they're not. Sure. So I thought that was a, a clever way to lead us into season two, which I look forward to. What's funny is the police officer told him not not to say a word, but I know they're all going to talk and just try and prove oh, yeah. their innocence. But I think it's going to kind of bury them deeper before they get out, you know, before, Buried. you know, I think it's going to cause them more problems because, you know, Oliver can't be quiet. <laughs> no, he's probably yapping on the way to the uh, yeah. police station. Yeah. Um, but Only Murders in the Building, season one, in the books, uh, a good show. If you haven't checked out, you should definitely go check it out. I mean, for various reasons. Absolutely. And we got a taste of Steve Martin's physical comedy, which we haven't seen in a while. Yeah. When he was, you know, poisoned and. Yeah. Yeah. He's such a good actor and comedian. I have to say to you, I warmed up to Martin Short in this. At first, I thought he was a little, a little bit over the top. Like, I mean, he is anyway by, you know, his nature, but. It it did kind of smooth out a little bit for me, and I thought it was really touching when his son brought the dog back to him, sure. and they kind of had a moment, and, you know, for as much kind of feeling about that he does and kind of how boisterous he is, there was enough of the soft stuff to kind of balance it out a bit, too. Sure. So. By the way, I reached out to Martin Short's management yeah. about coming on. Yeah. They said no. Oh. They were nice about it, but uh, that would have been cool. All right. Only Murders in the Building, on Hulu. Go check it out. Attention, all players. Your first game will involve getting the best discount code for your online shopping site. Jeez, this is going to be nearly impossible. Yeah, it is. And what's with these green jumpsuits they gave us? Well, they're so we all free of any clothing restrictions, and no, it'll be super easy. Let me repeat. Your first game will involve getting the best discount code for your online shopping site. Wait. How how will this be super easy? Have you ever tried to get a discount code when shopping online? It's major pain in the squids. Not if you use the Honey plugin on your browser. Honey plugin? What's that? It's a free plugin that you install in your web browser. It automatically notifies you when there's a discount, a promo code for your online purchase. Players, begin. So I don't have to search for any discount codes for my online purchase with Honey? No, it's all done for you. At over 30,000 online stores. <laughs> wow, that sounds easier than playing red light, green light. Player 2's wallet eliminated. Oh man, looks like I'm out. Wow, this is harder than that time we were on that mysterious Korean island. Should have gone to joinhoney.com slash married. Go to joinhoney.com slash married now. Do it. Now, Squid Game. Yeah. Squid Game. We talked about the first episode last week. This week, episodes two through four. Yeah. And I think we were kind of, we left it at like, are they going to go into the backstory of these other characters? And they have. Yeah. Um, 
And it's not just each episode a new game. Right. Maybe the fraught stuff associated with performing that game. Right. We get a sense of who these characters are, where they're coming from, uh, even some empathy for uh, a couple shit stains, like the uh, neck tattoo guy. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if there's a lot of empathy there. No. But... (laughs) (laughs) But uh, you get you get the backstory on what his deal is. He's kind of a a mob guy who owes money up. Yeah, he he kind of robbed from the big boss and is now kind of in trouble. Yeah, and we kind of see that his people are turning on him. You know. Yeah. So episodes two through four. Yeah. Um. You know, they all vote to leave. Yeah. To stop playing the uh, game. Yeah. Return to their lives. Yeah, go back to their normal crappy lives. Each of them have a revelation. Some are kind of forced Mm -hmm. to essentially go back to the squid game. Yeah. Because they need the money. Yeah, I think. Our main man's mom has got bad diabetes, needs some hospital attention. Yep. And uh, uh, what's her name? The defector from North Korea. You know, she's trying the pickpocket. to pickpocket. Yeah. I just call her the pickpocket because I don't know anyone's names. <laughs> yeah. And she she's trying to build a better life for her and her brother, it looks like. Yeah. He's stuck at some, I want to say, detention center for North Korean defectors. That's my guess. Squid uh, neck tattoo. We mentioned uh, the old guys just like I'm old. I got nothing out here. He's he's got cancer. He has a tumor. Oh, right, right. He's got the tumor. Yep. So why not die? Gloriously, yep. And um, the fancy pants guy who went to fancy university has yeah. embezzled a lot of money, right? Yeah, he and, just he just has a painful look of shame anytime yeah. anybody mentions like how great he is and successful. And he went to the university and so proud. And he's just like, oh, kill me! I'm so hateful of myself. Yeah, he. What's weird is like he's not stressed. He's not. He's still kind of cool under that. Mm-hmm. pressure you know um but yeah they each kind of have their own reasons of why they get back in the game what's interesting um is that uh he tried to go to the police and tell them about this place they were just like okay this guy's nuts you know yeah but you know we kind of find out that someone on the outside this detective believes him because his brother is missing now yeah. and had the same business card. So yeah, an that'll be interesting. Yeah, an interesting kind of backdoor look into the operations of things with the detective. I'm assuming he killed the one guy, threw him overboard, assumed his identity, yeah. you know, wearing the full mask, nobody can see you. Yeah. So he's kind of dancing around behind the scenes as one of the crew of the Squid yes. Game operators. Yeah. So we get a little look into that world, which is interesting. And plus, he's got his motivations good because he's trying to fi- figure out where his brother's at. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting how the Squid Game stuff, like, they start off with a bang with the red light, green light. Yeah. And then the next game is a very kind of, they open on the playground scene. And it's yeah. this exaggerated playground that's obviously for adult size. Yeah. And you're thinking, oh, shit. Yeah. But then the game is just, you just got to scratch out these little sugar shapes. I know. Perfectly. And if yeah. you break them at all, we're going to kill you. Yeah. Like, that's so that's so mind-boggling. Like, it is. Here's this big grand scenario. They put all this effort into this playground set. Yeah. But 
more effort was put into baking the sugar cookie things. Yeah. And here's a little needle. Yes. It's like this is the, the most littlest, tiniest little happenstance flick of the wrist wrong and you're dead. Yeah. It's not this like run Physical hard. Physical game. Stop. Yeah. You know, do this, that. It's still intense though. Like they did, they do a good job of building the tension leading up to that. Cause you think, Oh, what's this going to be? They're going to like knock each other off the playground equipment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you think it's going to be some sort of physical thing. Yeah. And whoever yet, doesn't it, hang from the monkey yeah. bars long enough. <laughs> yeah. But no, you sit, crouch down. Yeah. <laughs> sit on the floor, cut out your cookie shapes. Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't do it perfectly, we put a nine millimeter round through your head. Yeah. And then you have the tug of war, which my God, the most intense tug of war I've ever oh seen. Oh my gosh. I forget to breathe again during this show. Like these shows, I'm just like holding my breath watching because it's so intense. What's interesting is like the tug of war. That's a good example of how they're doing this show very well. Like tug yeah. of war, you think of one side's going to, you know, fall down. The other one's going to yeah. stand up and throw their fists in the air because they won. What yeah. do you do? No big whoop. But A... It was way more intense than that because probably because they're a hundred feet in the air. Yeah. And two B, who knew there was strategy involved with tug of war? I didn't know that either. Like, I kind of want to try that. Like, I know. If I, a, does that work? <laughs> I where you don't lean know. back and your navel's pointing to the air, and I suppose it would. You'd be kind of dead weight and using, you know, using that as leverage. I mean, it seems like it would work. And yeah. you know. It's the old guy that that gives them that strategy, which is kind of neat because, you know, you think, oh, man, they're goners because, you know, they got two kind of. You know, two girls. Yeah, two kind of smaller girls and a a weak old man like, oh, no, this is bad. But he actually comes up with the strategy. You know, he remember playing and winning many games as a boy. And so his his wisdom from his long life helps them yeah. in, in a in a game where you think he's going to be the weakest link you know mm-hmm. so totally. it's kind of interesting no and they set it up beautifully with you know when they start picking teams and the old man is there and he looks like maybe he's losing it mentally yeah but then they they have two kind of really skinny girls yeah and then they announce what the game is you're like oh they're dead there's no way they make they win this yeah Especially when they're paired up against a team full of dudes who are, you know, at the oldest 50. Sure. But, uh, yeah, it was intense. Yeah. I, uh, there's kind of a little side plot going on there with the doctor that gets led away from the group to harvest the organs, like, for the black market. I'm like, okay, weird. Yeah, I'm interested to see where that's going. Yeah. And also, who's behind that? Is it the front man who's involved? I don't think he is. I don't know. The guy with the black mask. I don't think so either. I think this is kind of a side hustle maybe for some of the employees of the game. You know, the red suits with the, you know, because I think these guys hide the messages and get, you know, they make it possible for him to go down and remove the organs. Right, right. Somebody's, somebody's perpetrating it though somebody's leading that and i'd be curious to see a who that is and b why they're doing that and also speaking of the uh operators mm-hmm. who we have no clue of their identity uh were you thinking when he when he was at the uh, police station that the p- 
police officer would tip his hand that he's one of the operators? Oh, no. Because I'm, I'm curious to see when we'll see somebody in the real world and we find out that they're one of the operators and or the head front man of the squid game. Interesting. Um, no, I didn't get that. We we did see the face of the one that took his mask off, mm-hmm. but I don't recall seeing him in a previous no. real world setting, you know? You're talking about the kid operator? Yeah. The young operator? Yeah. yeah. Yep. No, he was just like a NPC in a video game. Sure. Non-playable character. Yeah. I don't know. I think I think there's so many messages about kind of humanity in in this show. Like, you know, the tug of war, they had to work together as a team. You know, the scene where they're the lights are flashing and they're fighting and hurting each other. It's like that's so that's such a message on like humanity and just kind of like yeah. how, how they kind of turned on each other and what was interesting is it was the old man player 001 that got that to stop like why why you know because he stood on the bed and he was like i'm scared now we're all going you know they're going to kill each other we're all going to die now you know and that was kind of the voice of reason that made the the head guy stop that neck tattoo well, no, like oh, the the main operator. Yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. To kind of stop that madness going on there. I don't know. Maybe what they're trying to say with all that craziness and vicious murder, you know, mm-hmm. every man for themselves moment, that there's still like a reverence for the elderly. Mm. You know, I know, I know in a lot of Asian cultures, the elderly are revered a lot more sure. than we do. Sure. And maybe that that's kind of a statement on the scene is a statement on that. Sure. We're killing each other. But the old man says, I'm scared. Mm. So we're, everybody's like, oh, let's stop. Yeah. You know, mm. after what? Ten people died already. Sure. But uh, Squid Game. Yeah. Uh, through episode four. Intense. Yeah. Look forward to more. Yeah. Also. I think I'm staying awake a little longer. Reading subtitles <laughs> makes me sleepy. I get about 45 minutes in and I'm like, okay, I'm getting tired now. Yeah. It's it's, it's worth the read. It is worth the read. <laughs> it's a struggle though for me to to finish a whole episode. <laughs> uh, you got anything else on Squid Game? Nope. I like it. Yeah. I like it. It's a good show. Yeah! Go get it on Netflix. Married with Channels podcast. That's going to do it for us. Uh, brought to you by Honey. Get the free Honey browser, excuse me, get the free Honey plugin for your browser at joinhoney.com slash married. That will help us out, of course. And follow us on Twitter at MarriedWChans. Share, tell mm-hmm. your friends. Until next time, I'm Moose. And I'm Jody. We'll see you. Bye.